Everyone stand for just a moment. Everyone stand it. Everyone stand there as able to stand. I thank God. I got a few shouting Johns on the front row here. <laughs> Come on, I need somebody to praise him. I got some elders that don't mind. Uh, yeah. Amen. It's good to be in the number. Father God, we bless you and we thank you for this day. Day that we've never seen before. God, as I stand before your people, word my mouth, give me what to say. Give your people an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer, all of God's people said, Amen. God bless you. You may have your seat. Lord, help me to hold out. Please, Lord, help me to hold out. I'm begging you, Lord, help me to hold out until, until. Say it again. Lord, help me to hold out. Please, Lord, I need you to help me. Help me to hold out. Devil trying to stop me, Lord. Lord. Several times over the last 20, 21 years, when Elder McNair had been minister of music, I can't sing what I want to sing because they just sang it earlier. Last, I think it was last week, I was going to sing, trying to get the words together, and you sung. I said, well, I can't sing that. Then I thought about today, I just think maybe I'll just sing Precious Jesus. Can't sing that. Then they got up and their last song kind of led into my message. If you would go with me to Ephesians 6 and 10, and I want you to know it's a blessing to be on your feet. My, 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 it's my. It's a blessing to be in your right mind. All the things that the devil is trying to do, God is yet covering us. Ephesians 6 and 10, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. My subject today at the choir just saying, be strong. Be 
strong. When we look at life, there are a lot of people that talk big, but they can't stand behind it. They talk big, but the results are not like what they said. There was a football game a few weeks ago. A guy from University of Miami says, I can't wait till we get to the dome. Alabama is in trouble. We're going we're gonna to run them off the field. I, I don't know what, what was the final score. It was a whole lot to a little bit. He did a whole lot of talking. And if you listen to his talk, they were going to tear Alabama up. Alabama wore them out. You got a lot of people that talking big but have nothing to back it up. During my days in college, that was a fight broke out at the baseball game. Guy got up and challenged him. The guy said, man, come on, man, sit down, man. Let's watch the game. He said, no, man, I don't like what you said. The guy got up reluctantly. He didn't want to fight. Took the tree limb that the guy that wanted to fight, took it from him and beat him with his own stick. Now, that's bad when you don't want to fight and somebody pick a fight and you get up and whoop them. Said, the guy was talking big, but he can back it up. Well, it's the same way in the church. Got a lot of people speaking in tongues, but their life don't back it up. Got a lot of people preaching from the pulpit, but their life don't back it up. In fact, some of them say, don't do what I do. Do what I say do. And y'all know that's a bad mind frame. Don't do what I do, but do what I tell you to do. So God has impressed on me this morning, and it don't take a whole lot of time, told me to tell you to be strong. I have seen weightlifters compete in contests and I've never seen one that one side is built up and the other side don't have no muscle, don't have no nothing. Because when they go to the gym, they work out their whole body. But we got people in the church that are strong in one area and in another area, they just is weak in water. But the message this morning is be strong. Now, you don't have to be saved, sanctified, and holy ghost filled to understand that we're living in some dangerous times. You're not safe in your home. You're not safe in your car. You're not, guess what, you're not even safe in the church. People have even come into church and done harm. There's a story that says a man came into a church with some guns. And he pointed him. He said, everybody that believe on Jesus, I'm going to take you out right now. People start leaving the church. And when everybody... Most of everybody left the church. He put the gun down. He said, now, y'all let us have church. These are the real saints. 
the, the, one, the one that was afraid, let, let them go and do what they want to do, but the one that don't, don't mind dying for the cause of Christ, the one that are strong enough to say, for God I live and for God I die, now we can go ahead and have church. As I look on the setting this morning, I thank God for all of you. Some of you I know, some of you I don't know. But all of us have, have a consciousness to realize that there is a true and a living God. Not my job to beat you up and tell you you're on your way to hell. I think most of you are on your way to hell. You already know it. Those of you all that's on the road and not living right on your way to hell, I believe you know I don't have to point you out. I think you know where you stand right now. Two people know, God know, and you know. Your spouse might not know. Your identical twin might not know. But God and you know exactly where you are. And what I love about Sunday morning, when we come to church, especially on Sunday morning, most of us came to really uplift and magnify the name of the Lord. Most people didn't come for a popularity contest or best dressed and all of that, but we really came to lift up and magnify the name of the Lord. Some have done some things this week that God wasn't pleased with, but you had enough to say, Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, forgive me. And there are some that are yet in sin, but they realize I got a better chance of getting help in church than I do out there in the world. Some of the commercials I see on TV now is absolutely despicable. Two homosexuals, I won't call their name, they're doing a commercial together. One white and one black. I saw someone on Facebook the other day, two women on the bench kissing. And the little child sitting there next to them and people are wondering what's going on. People have turned their back on God. And perhaps you can say, oh, well, you don't need to say that for the poor, but you need to say it in your home. Because if you don't teach your kids, somebody else is going to teach them. There's nothing wrong with reality. Now, I'm not, I, I don't need to call anybody's name. All of you all know that it's wrong for two men, for two women to be together. And all of us know that. But the problem is, I told y'all before, the church don't identify the way it used to. God left the church in charge, and the church has thrown in the towel, and now we are compromising, giving in to what the majority want to do. You all grew up the majority rule. I don't agree with that. The majority can go to hell if they are not doing right. The truth is the truth. I don't care if it's one or two of them against a thousand. The truth stands by itself. I was talking to somebody the other day, and it's bad when you talk to a member of the church and they lie in the middle of the conversation. 
It's bad. I, I, I'm, I'm, not talking about, I'm not talking about holy fellowship, please. But, but when you tell a lie, chances are you got to tell another lie to cover up the lie you just told. But when you tell the truth, you don't have to do nothing but say it over and over again. Years ago, when I was in construction, there was a lawsuit that I was supposed to be a witness or whatever you want to call it. And they called me in for a deposition. Some of y'all have heard of that. And a deposition, I sit there, and there are four or five attorneys they're asking me questions over and over again, and they're trying to confuse me. And the guy with me, he say, oh, what they're doing, Payne, they're trying to confuse you. I say, you can't confuse me. I'm just going to tell the truth as I know it. I'm going to tell the truth to him, to him, to him. It don't matter who asks the question, I'm going to tell the truth. But when you lie, you got to remember what you said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Paul... In the scripture, he said, be strong in the Lord. We don't care about your last name, Payton. Payton, don't, don't take nothing. Now, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. So I want to talk tonight, today, and I got a few areas that I want to deal with. We need to be strong in our commitment. Sometimes, have you ever asked somebody a question and they answer let you know they will not fully into that? But as a child of God, our commitment needs to be strong. It needs to be strong. I heard Paul say, I will let nothing separate me from the love of God. There are things coming up. There are things that's happening now. There might be some things that happen in the future. Neither life nor death. But I will let nothing separate me from the love of God. In other words, I'm strong in my commitment. That's why some people, oh God, help us here, have fallen by the wayside during the pandemic because their commitment was not as strong as it should be in many cases. Now, we've got all kinds of different cases, but sometimes if somebody can talk you out of your salvation, you really wasn't really committed in the first place. If you, you get ready to get married to somebody and you don't tell them I love you and they say I love you, and somebody say, well, let me tell you about him, let me tell you about her. If they can talk you out of loving somebody, you never loved them in the first place. All right? Now, I'm not talking to y'all, the, the couples. I'm, I'm just, this is the message. But when you love the Lord, you can't love him on your conditions. You can't love him when the sun is shining and hate him and, and don't trust him when the storm is raging. But your commitment should be, I know he's always there. He told me he'd never leave me or forsake me. So my commitment, it doesn't matter what I'm dealing with, my commitment is strong. I read something this morning in the paper 
how your state was playing a football game yesterday and a linebacker was going back into the game and the coach said, no, no, going back to the sideline. He didn't like it. Took off his helmet, took off his jersey, took off his gloves, threw him up in the stands, said, I quit. In the middle of a football game. Never heard of it in my life. How committed was he to the team that he would quit on the team because he don't like the coach's decision? So situation like that, you he might he might not have liked it or whatever, but your commitment goes beyond what you like and what you uh oh and what you don't like. I don't like it when I open the church and you don't come, but I don't quit. Uh, uh, did I say that? Did I say that? Y'all, I'm the pastor of the Holy Fellowship. And I love this church. God knows I believe they have nothing like the ship. But I don't like everything all the time that's going on. But I don't quit. Somebody said on Facebook the other day, all these people quitting the church, talking about they've been hurt. He said, ain't nobody been hurt like Jesus, and he's still in the church. Y'all think about that after a while. That nobody went through what our, what our Savior went through, but he's yet in the church. So we must be strong in our commitment. Secondly, we must be strong in our convictions. You can't talk me into sinning because you think it's okay. You can't talk me into doing something that I don't agree with because of what you said. The Bible Paul said, let every man be what? Fully persuaded in his own mind. You need to be strong in your conviction. You don't have to dance at the family reunion because they remember how you used to dance. Come on up. Who, let me give me a get up name here. Come on, Lorenzo. Whoever ain't on Lorenzo here is it? Come on, Lorenzo. Come on, Louisiana, whoever you are. You, you remember how you used to bump? Yeah, but if you bump somebody now, you might tap something in now. You got to be careful. Your convictions need to be strong. Paul said in 2 Timothy 2 and 19, let everyone that name the name of Christ depart from iniquity. My conviction should be, I'm going to be holy every day of my life. Some people get ready for Sunday. But if they catch you during the week, we wouldn't know if you went to anybody's church. But you got to be holy seven days a week. Years ago, and my wife messed with me the other day, I'm old school, and if I left the house, I'm going to have on pants and shirt, and I'm just, I'm just old school. But since the pandemic, I've been leaving the house with sweatsuits on and pullover T-shirt and whatever. And sometimes I, I used to feel bad. I'm a, I'm a preacher. Look, here I am at the post office with sweatsuits on. And, 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 I, and what I guess what I'm saying, I don't want anybody to look at me in a different way. But now I done got comfortable with it. I have on sweatsuit just about every day now. Sweatsuit and a shirt. But I'm, I'm still holy 
I'm still holy. Uh, Y'all get that? I'm still holy. But but that, that I had a problem, and some of it has to do with how you're raised up. See, some of y'all don't know anything about that. My daddy couldn't wear short sleeve shirts, but he, he he went to the mailbox with a hat on his head, like like th- like this hat right here. Daddy, where you going? I'm going to the mailbox. See that that's the way. <laughs> y'all y'all, am I telling you? That's the old folks. Y'all know what I'm talking about. They had a wholly totally different mindset. But God is telling us to be strong in our conviction. If you are a preacher, walk worthy of your vocation. If you are a missionary, walk worthy of your vocation. If you are a deacon, walk worthy. Be strong. Don't get up to preach and nobody want to hear you because they know your life. Like we say all the time, not only... Do they have to accept the word? They need to accept you too. Be strong in your conviction. Let me hurry up here. Be strong in your faith. And the reason why that's important is because we be strong in one area. In another area, we don't trust him for nothing. Bible said when he spoke to Abraham, told Abraham that he was going to be the father of many nations in his old age when the wife could not have any children. Never had any. But the Bible say he was strong in faith. So I don't care what your situation is. You need to be strong in faith. Sometimes we don't have what we should have because we don't believe God for it. Sometimes we want God to do above what we, sometimes we don't trust him, but we want him to do it anyway. But you need to be strong in your faith, knowing that there's nothing too hard for God. Now, we can talk about faith in the sense of knowing that God is able to do anything. And we can also talk about our doctrine. You should be strong in your knowledge of the word of God. You should, that Jehovah's Witness should not come in your house on Saturday morning. And the next thing we know, you're going to the temple or whatever it is. They don't confuse you. So, y- y'all, let me tell y'all, those folks know what they're talking about. They might be wrong, but they're sincerely wrong. Y'all, y'all, have y'all met some people that's sincerely wrong? And if you talk to them long enough, you be scratching your head. Well, I, well that ain't what I heard. I, that, that's why you got to be strong in your faith. Nobody should be able to talk you out of what you know God has done for you. You saved, and somebody tell you, well, if you would say, I had an argument, I didn't have a, he had an argument. I was doing the job in Fort Valley, and the guy thought he was saved, and he was a preacher, and me and him were talking. And he thought cussing and carrying on. And I corrected him. And he said, oh, you call yourself holy. You can't be holy. You're overweight, ain't you? Didn't God say something about that? That's the only thing he could find. If I'm going to hell because I'm overweight, all of y'all that are overweight, y'all need to come with me because we don't need to be up in here. That, that's the only thing he could find. And I, he closed the door. And had a little window up there. 
and he started, he, he was behind the desk, I was in front of the desk, and he got up and he was carried on, and people walking by, what they talking about? It, I was embarrassed. He was trying to, you can't be saved cussing. You 50 year old running after college students talking about you got the Holy Ghost. No, you don't have the Holy Ghost. Yeah, you know how to preach. You might be licensed to preach. But what about your conviction? What about your life? You must be strong in your faith. You know why? Because some of these people on TV, they're so deep in what they're talking about. If you don't know your doctrine, they have you messed up. They have you sending money, and you don't know where that money is going. You don't know what they're doing with, but some of them are gifted. And some of them tell enough truth to get you to trust them that when they tell a lie, you wonder if they're lying or not. I could call some day, but that ain't what God told me to do. God told me to tell you, you be strong in your conviction. You be strong in your commitment. You be strong in your faith. Be strong in the word. That's why Timothy Paul said, study to show thyself approved. A workman need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of God. Used to be a time we go to the church and the preacher preached, opened his Bible, and whatever he said, we would own it. You can't do that no more. You need to study your own Bible. That's right. If I'm in error, you don't need, well, he's a preacher, he's a pastor. No, if I'm in error, somebody needs to correct me in the right way. Don't correct me while I'm preaching. No, Reb, you're off, Doc. You're off, Doc. No, you don't correct me that way. Are y'all hearing me? But if you know the word and I'm preaching the word, you are the witness to the truth. You are the witness to the word of God. But if you don't study, how are you going to know? I'm almost finished. Let's go to 1 Peter. 1 Peter, I believe it's 5. And we're going to start at 8 verse. And I'll be out of here when I'm finished. 1 Peter 5 and 9. Whom resists steadfast in the faith, continuous, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. The same way the devil coming after you, he coming at the other brothers and sisters too. You are not by yourself. Look at the 10th verse. But the God of all grace, who has called us, until his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after ye have suffered a while, resisted a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. Be strong in your resistance. Be steadfast and calling sin, sin. Right, right, wrong, wrong. Well, preacher, let me give you an example. Young man come to the young lady. Y'all heard this before. Put his hand on her. Don't do that. And he do it again. 
I told you to stop. But when she really get upset, anybody ever seen a woman upset? It's a scary thing. It's a scary thing. Read the Bible. It's a scary thing. But when she really is serious, I told you, keep your hand off me. He gets the message then. When you play around with the devil, he don't get the message. But when you put him in his place, now he, he might leave you, but he's coming back. There will never be a time in your life when Satan is going to leave you alone. It will not happen. But you need to be strong in your resistance. Why do you think Samson had so much trouble with that woman? Because he didn't put her in her place. Oh, I know it's a Bible story and we know the end of the story and all that. But if he had been strong, he never would have told her where his strength lies. But these cannot, she must have been a black woman. These conniving women. Don't shut the pain, don't you? I extract that she was a woman, period. But she kept. The devil keeps coming after you. After us. But we must be strong in our resistance. In other words, put him in his place. Give no place for the devil. Shun the very appearance of evil. When you see it, you're watching the TV, and you see something that you shouldn't be seeing, change the channel. Well, I want to see what happens. Change the channel. Because you're still flesh and blood. Well, you know, I, I just kind of, I'm just curious. That's why some people go in the hell because they're curious. We got to be strong. We got to be, y'all, I'm, I'm telling y'all, we're in a situation now where it's almost like you can't tell the saints from the sinner. Amen. Amen. And, and I, you can't, you can't, y'all, I, I remember years ago how it used to be, and I see how it is now. There are some people, they don't have a clue. When I say have a clue, it's almost like, they refuse to acknowledge where they are. It's a bad thing to acknowledge what you know is true. You're fooling certain people, but you know you're not fooling God. You know you're not fooling yourself, but because your name is called every now and then, you feel real good. But you need to be strong in the Lord. That's why it's important to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And then the next verse says, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand 
against the wiles of the devil, the different tricks of the devil. And in my closing, Paul is making it real clear. If you're going to be strong, it's going to be because you're in the Lord. And if you're going to stand, it's because you have on the whole armor of God. It's bad to be a soldier and you got on. You don't went through basic training, but you're weak. I saw Western, y'all don't watch Western, but I saw this Western and all the all them cowboys had their gun. And when the Indians came, they just thought, pow, pow. And one guy, he went behind the wagon and started crying. He couldn't shoot. <laughs> he had the gun. Some of y'all got your weapon, but you ain't got no. Lord help us here. He knew what to do, but he was afraid to do it. Y'all, I'm closing, I'm closing. Y'all, I ain't got the hoop today. I want y'all to hear this. I want you to understand something. When you have on the whole arm of God, you do not have to be afraid of the enemy. I don't care which way he come. I don't care how many come. When, when the enemy comes in like a flood, my Bible said the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against the enemy. It's time for the church to be strong. Now, I'm not talking about the church of God in Christ. I'm talking about the church. I'm talking about everyone that named the name of Christ. We ought to depart from iniquity. We should never be a stumbling block for anybody. Who do you want to be like? I want to be like Jesus. I don't want to be like anybody ever lived down here. Because everybody lived down here has some issues. But I want to be like Jesus. That's why I'm telling you be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Because there was storm out on the ocean. And it's moving this away. And if your soul is not anchored in Jesus. You will surely drift away. Pandemic came by surprise. We didn't know it was going to be a pandemic. We didn't know it was going to be this long and we still don't know how long it's going to be but God is saying you have enough to stay strong. You have enough to be strong. I've done enough for you to trust me for the rest of your life. Be strong in your faith. Be strong in your trust. Be strong in your conviction. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Oh, don't let the devil try to fool you. God gave us power and he said, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. And I want you to ask the question, if I got power over the enemy, why am I walking like I'm afraid? If I got power over the enemy, and I know that he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, what am I worried about? Oh, but the problem is, the devil, it tried to intimidate us. The Bible say he's going to and fro. Seeking who's not strong. He going to and fro. Seeing who is weak. But I want you to know I'm not afraid of the devil. Because I got power on the inside. 
Because greater is he that's on the inside of me than he that's in the world. So as I leave today, brothers, be strong. Sisters, be strong. Young people, don't let the devil intimidate you. You might not know what the adults know, but you need to know that God is real. And all souls that sin will surely die. But in my clothes, I want you to know, every now and then, I have to talk to the Lord about my personal situation. Because sometimes it seems like my labor is in vain. Sometimes it seems like nobody is paying me an attention. But when I get to that point, that's when God began to minister to me. And those of you that have been preaching any time at all, know if God don't feed us, we don't have nothing to say. But I never had a time in my life that I didn't have something to say for the Lord. In fact, if it ever get to that point, I'm going to stand up and say, before I take it back, I'll add more to it. God been good to me. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. I preached a message years ago. Soldier, identify yourself. If you got on the whole arm of God, you ought to identify yourself. You ought to stand up against the devil and say, for God I live and for God I die. Somebody say yes. I'm so strong in the Lord. I can have church by myself. Somebody say yes. Anybody ever got happy and wasn't nobody there but you and God? That's when you know you're strong. I'm so strong that I can carry myself. Because when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he'd already done, my soul cried out hallelujah. I want to thank God for saving me. I love you see your faces. I love to hear your voices. But if you don't say nothing, God still encourages me. Somebody say yes. I've come too far to turn around now. I believe I run on and see what the end gonna be. Cause something at the end is waiting for me. That's why every day of my life, Lord, help me to hold out. The devil trying to stop me. But Lord, help me to hold out. Somebody say yes. That's why I sing that song. Hold to God's unchanging hand. If you hold to God's hand, Mother Ringer said, he won't let you fall. If you hold to God's hand, he won't let you fall. Tell your neighbor, be strong in the Lord. Tell somebody, be strong in the Lord. That devil trying to take you out. But be strong in 
and the Lord, he don't like your light. He don't like your testimony. But be strong in the Lord. Somebody say yes. Come on and give God some praise. I'm going to be strong. I'm going to hold on to God's unchanging hand. Something, something at the end is waiting for me. Somebody say yeah. Come on, clap your hand. Be strong, my brother. Be strong, my sister. Come on, everybody stand there. Oh, what a simple message.